0: Welcome to the Click Podcast. I'm Craig Sullivan, your host. Today, joining the conversation is one of the best people on the planet, a good friend, the chairman of our planning committee for the California Lodging Investment Conference, Miss Jackie Collins, Senior Director and Vice President, Real Estate Hospitality Practice at Arthur J. Gallagher. Jackie, welcome to the show
1: thanks craig i'm excited to be here oh
0: it is a pleasure i've been looking forward to this for a long time thank you for making the time how are you how's your family and how's the gallagher team
1: we are very good times are pretty busy but uh everybody's in great shape and just uh staying healthy good how about you? Yep,
0: family's good. Uh, I think uh, my dog McKenna, you know, is looking at me from time to time during the day, like, "Isn't it time for you to go on a road trip?" I've been home for you know seventy-five <laughs> plus days, so uh, it's a little weird. So, but it's good.
1: Hey, yeah, I uh, was going.
0: I was going to say, would you do me a favor and tell the audience a little bit about yourself and Arthur J Gallagher, please?
1: Yes. So, Gallagher is a global brokering company. Um, I've been in the insurance business for about 30 years, telling my age, and I've been with Gallagher for 17. So, we design uh, insurance and risk management programs. I work specifically in the real estate and hospitality sector. Very good. And as, As you, Craig, my family's wondering when I'm hitting the road. I've been home for uh, three months, and this is the (laughs) longest. I've been here in 17 years, so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think we're all looking to get back out on the road, so. uh, I know our friend Glenn Hausman is traveling today. He's going to Vegas for the official reopening, and he's got a long flight left New York first thing this morning. He's got to go to Seattle and then Seattle to Vegas. So, oh wow! He is going the long way around the barn, and that's for sure. so, Jackie, let me start out with this question: What is the status of the commercial insurance marketplace as respects to the hospitality sector in particular?
1: Well, Craig, that is a great question, and um one that is very active these days, so Premium rates have been increasing for commercial properties since the beginning of 2019, and this is due to the losses stemming from various hurricanes, Harvey, Irma, Maria, Florence, and Michael, but then we've also had a rash of convected storms, earthquakes, and wildfires. So all of this collectively has led to many insurance companies and current loss ratios that are over 100%. Wow. So as you can see, what this means is that for every dollar collected in premiums, more than a dollar has been paid out in losses before even factoring in operational expenses. Yeah,
0: absolutely.
1: So the other thing that we're running into is undervalued properties have also contributed to the property market tightening. Carriers base their premium on modeling results. Right which are calculated and these results are calculated on where your property's located, the values and construction details. So if any of that information is inaccurate, their modeling results are skewed. So when settling the losses for these hurricanes and other catastrophes, insurance carriers discovered that a number of properties were undervalued as a result, properties carriers that provided coverage for those properties, excess catastrophe layers found themselves paying claims for losses that they never expected that they would pay a loss on. Wow! So yeah, it's just, um, and then, you know, a couple other things that we're seeing is while many of these property policies have limits for ordinance and law and wind driven rain, debris removal and extra expense, those carriers that offered broader coverage terms as a competitive advantage, they saw even greater losses.
0: I bet they did, so, yeah.
1: And then factor in the outbreak of COVID-19 and the property markets tightened even further. So carriers are particularly concerned about hotels that are closed for business or repurposed, yep. which you know that can introduce additional property and liability concerns.
0: Oh, absolutely, wow. There is a lot there yeah. to
1: unpack. Yeah. Yeah, there's a just a whole lot going on. And due to all these considerations, we've seen a number of insurance. Not only are prices going up, we're seeing a lot of the carriers just say, We don't want to be in the hospitality business anymore. So the number of markets are dwindling. So lots of lots of stuff is going on and but that's a kind of a quick overview
0: that's yeah that that is a quick (laughs) in-depth overview and i i appreciate your candor you know what what are the average rate increases being seen in the hospitality industry right now
1: yeah so that's going to vary depending on whether you've had losses etc but following a decade of competitive market conditions insurance are seeing rate increases as we're as you can imagine, based on what I've just said, but it's for both property and liability coverages. Yeah. Um, in the hospitality market, we're currently seeing property rate increases of about 25 to 35%, depending on uh, the adequa- adequacy of the insured's prior premiums. You know, everybody starts somewhere, right. right? So if you had a really good rate to start, then you might see larger increases. Whereas if your rate was already too fast, you might not see the same level of increase. Um, but you also have to take in some other key factors. Um, where your property's located at, is it out on a beach, you know, or is it, you know, is it in California, are you in a wildfire area? Where are you located? Right. And then what are your values like? How big is your property? How much do you have at risk? And then construction quality, is it, is it a wood frame building or is it a concrete building? And The age of the assets, is it something that was built in the 50s, you know, or before, or is it something that's a new construction that's recently been built? And then, um, you know, something that's a little more um, driven by the client would be what kind of losses they've had in the last five years. That's a huge factor. But what we're seeing now, I just mentioned that the markets are, you know, some are saying, hey, we don't want any more business in." a coastal area in the Gulf of Mexico where, you know, we don't want to put out any more capacity in the wildfire area. Right. So all these carriers, they're looking at how much aggregate they have in those areas too. And that's probably having a huge toll on what pricing is because the carriers want to get the most bang for their buck. But uh that's the property side, Craig, and then talking from a liability side, you know, that varies, but we're not seeing quite the increases from a general liability standpoint. Some of those range, we're seeing ranges from five to 20% on that, uh, depending on your loss history. And then commercial auto, we continue to see increases on that, especially in the hospitality sector where you're, you know, you've got passengers out in passenger van yes, from place to place. And then, um, but the big area right now where we're really seeing increases, and probably can't stress this enough unless you're in an a umbrella program specific to the hotel business, uh, just out putting together umbrella programs, we're seeing increases for umbrellas north of 300. You know, some much less than that, right? So we have some that are twenty percent, but it's not uncommon these days to see your umbrella pricing go up north of three hundred percent. And this is due to over the years the carriers have, you know, not expected to have some of these nuclear verdicts. Wow! Yeah, actually paid out.
0: That's amazing, right there. I yeah, that I'm I'm floored. I. It's certainly, and, and, you know, knowing I mean, you and I have talked in the past and, you know, about insurance on hotel assets and everything else. And, you know, going through my own portfolio and, and seeing the increases come. And it's, yeah, it's, it's you, you're you clearing up a lot of questions I think everybody's having. And I appreciate that, Jackie. Thank you.
1: Sure. On the bright side, I will say this, that comp does, at this point, remain the shining star in a way to keep your pricing down. Um, there is some concern that it may start ticking up depending on if uh, the pandemic related claims are actually considered work comp claims. So we'll have to see how that pans out. But for now, work comp is a shining star.
0: That, yeah, and, and that's, that is really good news because years past that hasn't always been the case. So especially, you know, here in California. So, <laughs> oh boy, so cool. that is great information. Jackie, how are coverages being impacted upon renewal?
1: Well, uh, Craig, just bringing in some of the things we've already talked about um, along those lines, not only are they raising prices, but they are looking at restricting coverages. So, you know, some carriers are steering away from offering manuscript forms, which we've always um, pushed to have clients on our manuscript forms when, when it fits. Uh, just so that you can maintain, and and the reason underwriters are doing this is so they can maintain better underwriting control. Right. But we're we're starting to see uh, insurers impose sublimits for some some coverages, such as ordinance and law. So if you had any zoning issues or debris removal, expediting expenses, and uh, civil military authority and in ingress and egress. Um, carriers are now quoting specific limits in lieu of blanket limits. So whereas before you could say, okay, my whole schedule is a hundred million uh, in values and by a hundred million limit. Now they're saying, okay, we're going to look at every piece of um, coverage. So how much is the building at location a and how much is it at location B? B. So it's going to yeah. be, be specific coverage. And then some are even adding back the, the co-insurance penalty. So you have to be very careful at what you value your properties at. Um, We're also seeing higher deductibles in wind and hail areas. And then lo and behold for the hotel industry, you know, the big losses that we see in hotels are water damage losses. So the carriers are wanting to, um, Put in place higher water damage deductibles as well and then so again that was from a property standpoint from a liability perspective you know we're seeing further tightening of coverage for legionnaires disease Um, lots of the way they take this coverage away is they put a fungus and bacteria exclusion on in years past we've had some success along the way of having that removed so now carriers are pushing to have that um legionnaires disease or the fungus and bacteria exclusion put on the policy um most carriers offering liability coverage for hospitality accounts um you know they're not going to provide the coverage for legionella right and then carriers are also adding sexual abuse and molestation exclusions due to the rise of sex trafficking cases. So across the board, um, you know, as you can imagine, Craig, many carriers are specifically putting communicable disease exclusions on the policies as well. So lots of things going on. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Again. I mean, yeah, I think the audience, uh, has been clamoring for, you know, answers to these questions for some time as, you know, I, you and I have had conversations, you know, last year and again, earlier this year at Click, uh, you know, about insurance. So I, I, really appreciate Arthur J. Gallagher and you and, and, you know, your answers. Thank you very much. Absolutely. So let's, what, what measures can be taken in order to offset the increased premium and reduced coverages, Jackie.
1: Yeah, so that that's a great question and, you know, ways that uh hotels can address things would be, you know, start your marketing process early. Don't wait till the last minute. Be at least 90 days ahead of um marketing your account and have it to the insurance companies. But when you're putting together your submission, that's a really important part because underwriters are overwhelmed these days and you've got to get their attention and get to the top of this stack. So right. ways to ways to do that is you want to scrub your lost data and make sure that claims have either been closed or have the correct reserve amounts. You want to review your building contents values to be sure they factor in accurate replacement costs. So not what the building's worth today, but how much would it take to build that building back? And then um, update your construction details to ensure that they reflect the age of the roof and any updates that have been made to the electrical or HVAC or plumbing. Um, So often underwriters don't know that information and they just default to the worst. So if you can tell them, hey, I've got a new roof on my building, that definitely helps.
0: Great advice.
1: From a business interruption standpoint, complete a business interruption worksheet so that you know that the amount that you're buying is the correct amount. And then think about assuming higher deductibles if you can. Um, Review your sales and revenues figures on your liability coverage because the premiums are calculated based on food revenue, room revenue, and alcohol revenue. So you want to make sure that that info is accurate. There's so much going on right now. You can look at probably reducing those revenues. You don't want to pay more than what uh, you should. Yeah. And then also look at your payroll revenues for workers comp. You know, that's how the premiums is based on work comp. Maybe you could bring those numbers down right now. Um, if it's, you know, if you're looking at reducing the salesperson code or the clerical code, That's not necessarily going to help too much on premium, but if you're reducing the amount of payroll in the hotel code or restaurant code, you're going to see a lot bigger uh, reduction in premium. And then have your your current broker calculate your experience modification factor. This is an area that is often um, a place where errors are found and can be corrected to reduce your premium costs. So, it's a, it's an easy program to put in and check it. So if anybody needs help, we're happy to do that for you. And then double check uh, employee classifications. There's new rules out right now that uh, some carriers are following that say, hey, if you have employees that are furloughed and you're still paying them, let's put them in a different class code and save you some work comp premiums. Nice. So, yeah, so. Overall, to minimize the impact of the reductions, identify and communicate which coverages are the most important to your business. Um, You may be willing to accept some changes, but not others. So think about, you know, what's important to you. And this information is helpful when with negotiating with the carriers for sure. Right. So they may take away 10 coverages but push back on the ones that are really important. Uh, review your loss history and document any mi- mitigation measures that you've taken that have been put in place to address those losses, such as, you know, water improvement and mold management plans or steps that have been taken to deter sex trafficking activities. And from that angle, don't just say, well, we're following the brand's requirements. No, specifically tell the carriers exactly what you're doing, doing to yeah. deter sex trafficking. And then, you know, Craig, the main thing is align yourself with an insurance broker who specializes in working in the hospitality industry and will have greater clout negotiating with those carriers. It's all about relationships right now and having an experienced broker armed with the proper data to present to the carriers will help to ensure the most favorable outcomes.
0: You know, Jackie, I couldn't agree more with you, especially on that last statement uh it is relationships and you know if it, you and i go back a number of years i've i i recommend you to everybody you take a lot of the pain out you and the gallagher team are there you know you've you've got uh you know also the benefits packages and we're going to try and have scott on the show in the next week or two um you yeah, know, it's, it's just amazing what Jackie and the team at A.J. Gallagher can do. I strongly advise you to give give Jackie a call and, and see how they can help you. Jackie, we are just about out of time. How about a shameless plug and you can tell everybody how they can get a hold of you so they can uh, have you start working up uh, some quotes for them.
1: Absolutely. Thanks, Craig. Uh, Again, you can reach me at uh, Gallagher. My number is 601-668-9092. Again, 601-668-9092. Or you can reach me at Jackie underscore Collins at AJG.com.
0: Perfect. Jackie, thank you for being a part of the conversation and being on the click podcast today. Definitely want to have you back in a few weeks, get some updates. Hopefully we will be able to have a meal and see each other soon and start planning the click five for March of next year. If you'd like to be a part of the conversation, please direct message me or you can reach me at info at CLIConference.com. Jackie, thank you very much.
1: Thank you, Craig.
0: Bye.